Boom. Welcome in to episode 21 of the Fit Parent Podcast. Uh, Jeff, here again with Amy. We are on a roll here, Amy. On a roll. Yes, we are. Recording episodes. Um, sticking with it. Proud of us. It's, uh, Matt, I'm going to do a quick, yeah, I'm going to do a quick aside here. This is all the evidence that you need that having support and accountability and somebody to do something with really makes a big difference. So it's one of the reasons why I know that you love going to work out in classes and have your mm -hmm. workout wife in Heather is that mm -hmm. there's somebody who's waiting for you and expecting you to be there and um, just makes exactly it a lot easier it. to do. And, That's exactly uh, it. That's why I do primarily group fitness. It's just more fun. Yeah. yeah. Having somebody to do something with makes a big difference. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I've noticed that uh, in my own training. I am uh, I'm almost to the point where I'm like, I'm going to just offer to train somebody for free just so I have a workout buddy. <laughs> like I'm going to train somebody for free as long as you come and work out with me. Uh, <laughs> I volunteer uh, as tribute. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do it. I think I think I can uh, handle it. I don't. I, I think you. I, I think it. you could. I'm just. I'm. Uh, you got a little bit of a taste of it today because I did the finisher with you all, and like you heard. Wasn't me it near so fun? It was not fun. <laughs> um, it was not fun at all. Uh, so Amy took my, my small group, uh, glute training class today, which you've heard us talk about. And I stupidly last week, I think it was one of you who had the idea. I think it was you who had the it, idea. It was like, me. You were it like, you me. should do this with us next she week. Totally, and I, it's so fun. And I was like, I didn't believe that it was, but I was like, I'll do it with you just to like appease everybody. But then this week, like the chickens came home to roost and I actually had to do it and I really didn't want to do it. Mm. Um, and it sucked quite a bit. Uh, but everybody got to hear, and I think Meg got on video my workout face, which is not at all pleasant. It is a face of, like, are you dying? Like, and you and I was counting for everybody, and you all heard me. Like, at one point I stopped counting because I, like, couldn't, couldn't like, focus on it. Or, like, my, my counting goes from, like, seven to, like, <clears throat> <laughs> it's, like, grunting. I think what I... I appreciated the most as someone who's doing the workout with you is your your seconds got very fast towards the end. It was the end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, I was, done. I was like, we're done. We're. Done. I was like, I can't. I'm on. Like, because Meg was just videoing me for some reason. I was like, mm -hmm. this is not good. I like want to cry because I also. I'll need to check in with her to see if she got the crawl off. Yeah, off just that I fell. I just like <laughs> fell down to the floor and walked away. Um, it was so, great. Yeah, I want to make sure that I tell her to if she's gonna post it, make sure she posts the one with my right leg and not my left leg, because I didn't realize that she was recording me on my left leg, and I definitely cheated on my left leg. Definitely was holding on because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so my by my right leg, I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do this for real, but it was it was not very fun. And using no. using the weight that I did was. Uh, it's a little bit silly letting you guys. I think that was your downfall. That, we, was, that was a the huge error. The rest of us error. have learned. Was, I would have been yeah. totally fine if I had just like picked a reasonable weight, but I let you all yes. choose. Pick the heaviest kettlebell. Hey, man, I was going to let you do greens. You're the one who said orange. I didn't know orange was in play. I didn't. I thought that's what everybody said was the orange <laughs> <No>. kettlebells. 
which were no, just... we were making fun of another person who had been in class weeks ago who had chosen a very wrong wrong week. Well, I know I knew Matt, Anyone, did, but, I, but I thought he had thought he had grabbed the orange ones. Maybe that, no. Not. So anyway, okay, we digress. We digress. Here we go. We're diving in. Hopefully that's interesting to people. A little bit of brevity. I think it's interesting because it humanizes the trainer a little bit. <laughs> Me. <laughs> How he's going to cheat too. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like definitely If cheating. it gets really hard. Part of it, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not giving myself an out. But part of the reason that I cheated was my left leg was I went from cold. Like I had the only mm-hmm. ex- movement that I had done in the day was like a couple of demonstrations so coming out mm-hmm. cold right into that was that was a little bit rude uh, to myself <laughs> to to do. It was. Uh, it was all fun. right. So I'm not going to tell anybody who's curious what it is either because it's uh, it was not something that I would necessarily recommend for people to just like start with <laughs> at any point. <laughs> like we've been building toward this for 18 months. Yes. Um, so here is what we're talking about today. This is part three of part three. our series on the hierarchy of fat loss, the building blocks of fat loss. Um, episode one was a calorie deficit, which is the number one thing that we need to lose weight. Episode two was on protein. And today we are diving into fiber. So this is the one about fiber I, I really think that we're we're calling these. I'm gonna. I might. Call, I don't know if we'll do it for all episodes, but definitely this series is gonna be named the friend. It's the friend series. So this will be. I think it's fine. It's. I like the continuity. The name of this one is Building Blocks of Fat Loss: Colon the One About Fiber. <laughs> the One About Fiber. So, um, I was telling Amy I spent a good amount of time researching this one because fiber is not necessarily something something that we talk about in our day-to-day interactions with people. And I've, I've obviously learned about this quite a bit, but it's also not something that I go beyond a certain level with most clients because most clients don't really care. Um, and as I was reading it, I realized that uh, most people aren't going to really care about the different types of fiber and the different cellular walls and all of this kind of science stuff that really doesn't <laughs> impact our day-to-day life. However, it was good for me to kind of wrap my head around some of the the nuts and bolts. So what we're going to talk about today with fiber is the same principle that we talked about with um, protein, which is why is fiber important? Particularly, why is it so high on my dang list? Because it's above a lot of things that other people Mm -hmm. toot their horns about. Um, Why is it so important? How does it impact fat loss? And uh, how do we get more of it? Particularly, I'm going to give a lot of fiber sources that I uh, often do. And I'll actually kind of run you through a sample day for me and how making some adjustments can increase the fiber that I would get in, up or down. I think that's going to be really helpful for folks because sometimes it's hard to kind of picture how you can work it in. Yes, 100%. Hundred percent. So, um, we are going to dive right into fiber, and I will also give. I want to preface this with this: um, if you have any medical uh, things, fiber is something more even than protein. 
um, that different medical and gut history issues can can play a role in. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of medical benefits for fiber, but you, if you have any issues, you should speak to an actual doctor or a dietitian. So, brief aside, the difference between me and a dietitian, um, or me and a nutritionist. Okay, nutritionist, dietitian. I am a nutrition coach. Meaning I cannot and do not prescribe meal plans to people. Anybody who gives mm-hmm. somebody a meal plan specific to that person that is not a registered dietitian or a registered nutritionist is breaking the law. It is not legal for them to do that. Um, however, nutrition coach, which is what I am and what my certification is, is about helping people to make changes to their nutrition on their own. And we talk about those and things. I throw out some ideas. Hey, what if we tried this? What if we tried that? But it's about behavior more than it is about um, prescribing you something. So if you have (laughs) medical issues, particularly with relationship to your food, uh, those people are good to work with. Um, And I have a lot of friends in the industry who are both dietitians and nutritionists. Um, And they have their lane and then I have my lane. And so Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to do my best to stay in my lane with this conversation. I think you'll do great. So I appreciate the hype. (laughs) So we're going to dive into this. uh, And I want to start by saying this fiber is uh, potentially the most underrated nutritional factor in the world. It is maybe the least talked about uh, in terms of how it's described, but it also might have the most impact for your health of any of the different components of nutrition, including protein. I would say if I was picking something that has more contribute to your overall health and well-being, fiber might be higher on that list than protein. Hmm. If you're not thinking specifically about muscle building and retention. So there's, there's benefits to protein that go beyond just, you know, just beyond the, the nutritional thing. But if, if somebody had no care in the world about their body composition, but wanted to be healthier, um, like their body composition was fine and they wanted to be healthier, fiber might be the first place to go. Hmm. And the reason why is it has dramatic links to decreases uh, well in overall gut health blood pressure mm-hmm. and colon cancer mm-hmm. and you can kind of think as why would it have a link to decreasing colon cancer well if you have fiber what does fiber do the the kind of like goofy thing it just kind of gets everything out of the system right mm-hmm. keeps things moving <laughs> keeps things moving so if you're not blocked up mm-hmm. you're less likely to get some other random stuff happening in there mm-hmm. get some disease right but it keeps things moving through the system it is kind of nature's uh saltwater flush <laughs> of your 
of your nature's system. Drano. Yeah, Drano. Thank you. That's what I meant. Nature's Drano for your body, right? In a good way. Uh, it kind of just moves everything through the system. Mm-hmm. Gut health, incredibly valuable. That's a big thing that a lot of people talk about right now. Um, gut health. And so this is where I want to come back to the fiber piece of it. A common thing right now is detox, juice cleanse, Mm -hmm. reset, um, people selling supplements that do this with the idea that we just got to flush out the system. We got to, you know, we got to get all the toxins out of our system, you know, Mm -hmm. clean foods and all this kind of stuff. And, um, it's really just those are glorified laxatives, right? Yes. You just you just <laughs> it, just might as well just take things a laxative. out, but it doesn't it doesn't help you maintain that sort of. No, and and the other thing is your your body doesn't need to be detoxed from your food; it does it by itself. It's what your kidneys and liver are for, right? That's mm-hmm. what your your body is has the best detoxifiers built into it. It's how we were made. Now, what allows those to do their job the best? Relatively well-balanced diet with protein and fiber. Okay. So eating more fiber is going to allow your body to process through things at an appropriate rate. Mm -hmm. It's going to make you... So why is fiber... Important for fat loss. I'm going to come back to this. Number one thing, and I read this today, and I want to read it exactly verbatim because I thought it was really, really well, well said uh, the way that it was said, and I wrote it down. Hang on. Um, nope. Hang on. Um, where did it go? Two seconds. Oh, you're good. I can bam. Fiber. <laughs> fiber thinks body fat is a joke. Okay. I feel like here's I need what, that explained to me a little bit. Here's why. Fiber is going to make you process your food faster. All right? You got to think about the journey of food from I put it in my mouth to when it comes out of my body into the bathroom, into the toilet. Mm-hmm. All right? How that journey goes is going to determine how much of the food, how the food is distributed and used appropriately. Okay, so if I eat more fiber, it's going to churn the body through. It's going to go through the body a little bit quicker. It's going to have a little bit less time to hang around as fat. Mm -hmm. Just quite simply, right? That's the kind of the simple, like, if you're a scientist listening to this, if you're a nutrient, I'm, I'm making this as simple as I can, right? It's going to have, there's less time for things to hang around as fat because we're working through it a little bit faster. The other way, and I think the more valuable and understandable way that fiber is super helpful for fat loss is very similar to one of the reasons why protein is very important for fat loss, which is fiber is filling, very much so. <laughs> Fiber is filling. And so, again, when you're in a calorie deficit, which is the only way to lose weight, and you're trying to eat enough protein so that the weight that you lose is fat, 
the key to those things, the key to staying in a deficit is I have to be full on less food. Mm-hmm. That's it. I was just talking to a client right before we started recording this about, she was like, oh, my snacking is a thing. Like she's, she's snacking a lot. And I'm like, well, before we talk about how do you improve your snacks, like, let's look at your meals. Like, why are you snacking? And, and her meals, right. again, she's fairly new at this, but her meals are not super filling, right? It's, it's a mm-hmm. frozen burrito that she heated up, you know, or a couple slices of pizza. Like, that's not going to keep you full in between mm-hmm. meals. And so it makes sense that you're hungry for a snack. And also, when you're hungry for a snack, you're going to be less likely to want to make a choice that's different from what I want, mm-hmm. right? When I'm hungry, if you get to the point where I'm hungry, mm-hmm. it's it's very difficult to make a logical, positive choice. Right. That's you're just going in the fridge and grabbing a cheese stick and then like a thing of goldfish from your kid's snack container because it's, they're ready, they're available, and you're starving. Whatever's, whatever's easiest. Whatever's yeah. easiest is going to be what we eat. And yeah. so we need to get it to the point where we're not super hungry. Mm-hmm. To the, now, that doesn't mean that we don't have a snack, but we can make the snack choice with a clearer mind because I'm not starving. Right. If I'm hungry, I'm going to succumb to my cravings. And then the other thing is I still need to stay full with what it is I'm eating. So that's one of the benefits of protein. And it's one of the real big benefits of fiber is can I stay full on fewer calories? Mm-hmm. That's a key. And so we can end up eating more volume of food, like in terms of the actual amount of food that we're eating for less calories if the food is higher in fiber. That's just kind of how it ends up shaking out. Let's just mm-hmm. take a, a simple example that I've, I've given before. And I think we did this during the calorie deficit one. If I had 500 calories of apple cider donuts versus 500 calories of sweet potatoes, right? I don't know if I could eat 500 calories of sweet potatoes in one sitting. There's no way. Like there's, even there's if it no was way. even if they were deliciously cooked, yeah, that's just that's a there's, that's a crap ton of sweet potatoes. That's so much. That's so much sweet potatoes, and I would be so full if I somehow made it through. I'd be so full. I could have five hundred calories of apple cider donuts is two donuts. I could eat two yeah. donuts and forget that I ate them in thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. All right, and so the idea of higher fiber foods are going to kind of naturally incline me to eat less overall food in the moment, but they're also mm-hmm. going to keep me full for longer. Because mm-hmm. even if I didn't eat 500 calories of sweet potatoes, if I ate 250, which is still a lot of calories of sweet potatoes, like a, a normal honest. person serving of like roasted sweet potatoes is probably like one to 200 calories. You know, if you had like a mm-hmm. cup of sweet potatoes, it's probably one to 200 calories, depending on, you know, how big a cup, you know, whatever, like a handful couple hundred calories, right? But if I ate that, I'm going to be pretty good for a bit. I'm going to still be full for longer than if I took that out and I replaced it with an apple cider donut, right? I'm going to, I'm going to be more full for longer for the same amount of calories. And again, we got to think about the, if the goal, if the two components that are like, this is what makes fat loss is calorie deficit and sufficient protein. 
everything else is there to support those two things. Everything else from here down on the list is there to make those two things easier to do. That's really what it is. Because we know that that's the blueprint. Those are the only two components that like really make it happen. Everything else mm-hmm. is to make that doable and sustainable and long-term. Fiber is why it's the top of this list is the number one thing in terms of nutritionally. What you can do is eat more fiber. You're going to stay full longer, be able to stay in your deficit, and help complement your protein. Just thinking about, I'm looking at my day and trying to figure out what kinds of fiber I've already missed the opportunity to squeeze in. Well, we're going to get there, 100%. So, when we're thinking about fiber, we are thinking, all right, we got to try to increase our fiber because that's what's going to happen. So, what are we looking to get? All right, just like we had the thresholds for um, for protein, right? We had mm-hmm. minimums, and then we had like, hey, this is kind of where we want to be, mm-hmm. and then also where do we get fiber from? So, thresholds for women, twenty five grams per day is a, is the generally accepted floor, like mm-hmm. bare ass minimum. Like mm-hmm. you eat that on a day that you go to the county fair kind of thing. Like got to find a way to get 25 grams in for men, 35 grams. Now, if you are a a taller woman, a little bit larger woman, right? Be, if you're a smaller man, right? Adjust as accordingly, but that's general, generally accepted as the things, but better ranges, right? Mm -hmm. For, for women are, you know, 35 plus for men, 45 plus grams mm-hmm. per day. Um, honestly, I have no idea how many I get in a day. I haven't tracked in a while, but I'd be curious. I probably should have done it leading into this. I could probably piece it together based on what I know I have in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it's, you're going to feel more full doing that. This is where the spectrum of food quality can matter more. Mm-hmm. So this is my kind of theory on, and I don't know if I've heard this really anywhere or if this is just kind of something that I've, I've kind of experienced as I've done it. The, the typical structure when people are talking about fat loss, the hierarchy of this, and it is the actual hierarchy, which is Food volume is number one, which is your calorie Mm -hmm. deficit. Food distribution, which is your macro count, protein being particular, is number two. And then food quality is number three Mm -hmm. on the list. Like how, and so food volume is how much you weigh. Food distribution is how you look, like your body composition, because you could lose weight but not change your body composition. Food distribution is how you look. And then food quality is how you feel. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the typical hierarchy, and it is the actual hierarchy of what moves the needle. I think the the strategy to actually get there is to flip it on its head. What I mean by that is, instead of focusing first on I'm going to get into a calorie deficit, mm-hmm. and we talked about this a little bit in the calorie deficit episode, 
and I'm, I'll use this client uh, that I just talked to as an example because she's very new. If if she's eating, you know, she's a stay-at-home mom with kids, right? So she's eating like she's. <laughs> we talked about it. Today. You have less than five minutes to make your meal. Mm-hmm. Like five minutes is being generous. Like very that's, generous. So she has multiple children at home. Yeah, it's <laughs> just it's it, that's that's the amount of time that you so like. So she's eating a lot of frozen type, like something I can just microwave up or heat up or like a charcuterie board of just random stuff I found in the fridge, like some cheese and some salami and some fruit. Yeah. There's my meal. For her, if I take a day that she's eating and I say, all right, try to hit this calorie deficit. Like, what do I do? Like, do I just eat less of this food? Like, that's that's really hard because that food is also not really making me full. Mm-hmm. Same idea if so I she'll then... not only be in a calorie deficit, she'll be unhappy because she's unhappy. not getting she, enough food. She won't be able to stick with it because it's just, I got to yeah. eat less of what I'm already eating. Yeah. Whereas, and even still the protein thing, even if I was like, all right, protein, all right, well... What proteins am I going to do? Like, I don't have protein. Mm-hmm. I can't eat more protein because I don't really have a lot going on here. So the yeah. first focus for her is actually to start to move the needle on some of the quality of her food. Not from red all the way up to green on a red, yellow, green light spectrum, right? It doesn't have to go from frosted flakes immediately to steel cut oats. That's too big of a leap. You'll never make that Mm -hmm. leap. Okay. Mm -hmm. But can I move the needle a little bit on the things that I'm already eating to increase the quality of it? Because what's going to happen when I'm, when I'm increasing the quality, when I'm trying to add in some fiber, when I'm trying to add in some things that are higher quality and I'm going to get some higher quality food that are going to fill me up more, I'm going to naturally be pointed toward... I'm going to eat more protein because where, where am I going to get, right? I'm going to naturally go to more protein. And then when I'm eating more Mm -hmm. protein and I'm eating higher quality food, I'm going to probably backdoor my way into a calorie deficit. That's what I found has happened with uh, my husband, John and I, we've been focusing a lot on our protein and our vegetable intake just because like I knew that we needed more vegetables in our lives. I do have GI issues. He has GI issues. We have needed to have a higher fiber content than most people just because my body doesn't work. The way it should. Um, and we have found it was like shockingly easy or yeah. easier than if when we started trying to just cut calories. Yeah. It was way easier to start by looking at the amount and the quality of the mm-hmm. protein and the. I wasn't thinking about fiber specifically, yeah, but I was thinking but about vegetables. fruits and vegetables. Well, yeah. that, that is going to be the main place where you're going to get fruits, uh, fiber, and we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, it's much you, easier. You kind of natural because now all of a sudden Mm -hmm. I'm eating more fruits and vegetables. I'm eating more high fiber things. I'm staying full longer. I'm eating more protein. I'm staying full Mm -hmm. longer. I'm going to naturally eat less overall food. Yes. Because I'm more full from the food that I'm eating. And so I might even get into a calorie deficit without ever having to track anything. And so this is what I work on with my clients (laughs) is I start with you accidentally get into a calorie deficit or you get Mm -hmm. darn close to it. When you finally mm-hmm. start tracking and you're like, oh, I'm actually not that far away. I can just make a couple mm-hmm. of adjustments. But now I have a system. Now I am, I'm eating in a way. So this is mm-hmm. the 
flipping it on its head where you fir- focus first on your quality mm-hmm. and the fiber and, and the quality of the food that you're eating, moving that needle. And again, I'm not talking about never eating foods that aren't that are, you know, quote unquote, red light items like red light no. is not like don't eat ever it's like right turn on red like stop make sure that you actually want to go and then go if you want to go but pick your items but if we can move if your distribution of your food between green light foods right high quality low processed foods yellow light foods somewhere in the middle red is a little bit higher processed it should not the goal is not 100 percent green right because then you're miserable but if you're if you're 60 plus percent red right now can we mm-hmm. move this so it's 40, 50, 60% green, you know, 60% green, 25% yellow, 15% red. If you were there, I, I could almost guarantee you you're in a calorie deficit. I could almost mm-hmm. guarantee it if that's how your distribution of your food was. If you're like 60% of my food is like the perimeter of the grocery store. Mm-hmm. 25% is kind of yep. the better choices in the middle of the aisles. And then 15% is not found in the grocery store. It's found, you know, no, it's found in a restaurant in a vending machine. There's oh. nothing good in a vending machine. Agreed. Have you heard, have you heard, uh, uh, there's a comedian called Gary Goleman. Have you heard of him? I've probably seen him on the Instagram. Yeah, he's uh, he did a whole oh, he's fantastic, but he did a whole clip about um, <laughs> I'm gonna butcher it, but he talked about like the the candy dispensers at the front of the grocery store, and he's like, mm-hmm. which like aren't there anymore. This says shows how old the clip was, but you know, ten years ago we remember these things. You put a quarter in, you spin the thing, and you get like a tumbler of Mike and Ikes that have been there since like 1942. And Correct. he's like, they oh, God, sell so Mike and Ikes in the store at a lower cost per pound, fresher and in like hermetically sealed packages. And you're like, yeah. no, I want the ones that like children with hepatitis A, B, and C have like crawled Scooping and tried out. to c- cut half out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's the one I want. The novelty of it. <laughs> no, there's nothing oh good God. in vending machines. My uh, old, I used to work in a school, I was a teacher for a long time, and we had the old school. It was brown, and you could see the very top row is where the cigarettes used to be. Like, it was that, like, the cranky yeah. one. It wasn't even, like, you didn't push buttons, you had to crank, yeah, and it would, like, unwind. But we had the row of cigarettes, which, thankfully, there weren't there anymore. Mm-hmm. But then the rows underneath were Pop-Tarts uh-huh. and, like, Oreos, like, all the things that yep. a desperate teacher who has two minutes while they're yep. photocopying and peeing and walking other kids to the nurse, you have to run in and grab that. Yeah. I was I was victim to the Pop-Tart more than once. Yeah. Planning but, and yeah, preparation. <laughs> planning and preparation. That'll be... We'll do a whole episode on planning and preparation. Whole episode. Um, Back to what you were talking about, the quality and, yeah. and uh, thinking about your client who is still snacking a lot mm-hmm. with planning and thinking about your meals and including more fiber and including more protein. I, I love snacking. I just yeah. I don't necessarily need it, but I like it. I enjoy having mm-hmm. breaks and like mm-hmm. having a, a nice little snack. I don't have the room for it. So yeah. I'll go downstairs because it's my routine is to go like leave mm-hmm. my office, go downstairs, look for something to eat. And I'm like, I'm not at all hungry. 
But that, so that's when I reach for an apple or I reach for carrots yeah. because I'm like, I need something in my body. Might as yeah. well have it be something that's going to do good instead of just taste good. 100%. It's, it's, this is why we're talking about this is gaming the system. This is hacking mm-hmm. your own brain into like, if I'm not starving, I'm going to be less inclined to go to the wicked yummy thing. And I'm going to be more right. inclined to make at least a conscious choice of what I want. Mm-hmm. When you're hungry, you don't want an apple. No, it just doesn't happen. Never. It doesn't happen. It you don't want carrots. <laughs> no, you're like, I'm going to eat this and I'm going to still be hungry. Yep. But you're going, like the habit of snacking though is is like, this is people are like, oh, I got to stop late night snacking. I'm like, you don't have to stop late night snacking. You just, it, it, it's a habit mm-hmm. for you. But like we've talked about this, like you guys have the, mm-hmm. I bought John the popcorn maker for AirPop popcorn. Oh my popcorn. God, we use it all the time. <laughs> I was like, John. It, like, it's, it, it sits on our counter. We never even put it away because we use it so frequently. But it's like there's nothing wrong with having the late night snack. It's just a matter of like if you can do it. Like if you if you're hungry after dinner, then air popped popcorn with some sprinkled whatever on there is not going to cut it. If you're full from dinner and satisfied, and you just want something to munch on, then air pop popcorn will do the trick. And then you can get like you can now have a snack air pop popcorn. Like you could get a whole bowl of that for like a hundred calories. You know it's I mean? ridiculous. You can have so much. It it's ridiculous for, how much. But you you're have never to gonna eat. make that choice if you're like, mm-hmm. I, dinner wasn't satisfying to me. Right. It you're just not going to make that choice. You're gonna go to the eat the Oreos by the sleeve or you know mm-hmm. whatever. Like you're gonna go to the thing that it's not even necessarily that you want it. It's just you're gonna you're gonna be less inclined to make that that quality choice. And so staying full. Being satisfied within your meals in particular is going to make the natural result of snacking a little bit clear-minded at least. Mm-hmm. And so flipping the the tradition, even this hierarchy that I'm saying, it is the hierarchy, right? You need a calorie mm-hmm. deficit first, then you need protein, and then all of these other things make you feel better in the process, make it easier mm-hmm. to do. But mm-hmm. you got to focus on the process to get the outcome. It's like if I were to, and again, I, I know I use a lot of financial examples here, but if I just, if I had your budget, right, or my budget, my family budget, and I just said, okay, we want to save more money, all right? I'm going to save more money, which means we need to spend less. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what I spend any money right. on, right? <laughs> I don't want, I don't, if I don't, I've, I've never tracked what I'm, what I spend, I just know that I want to save money. If I mm-hmm. if I have no idea what I spend my money on, right, that's going to be di- difficult for me. If I don't know how it's distributed amongst the things, it's going to be really difficult for me. But also, I need this to be relatively easy for mm-hmm. me in order to – I can't just like will myself not to spend money if I've never – I have to pick the spots for me to be like, you know what, this is going to satisfy – my desire to spend money on X, mm-hmm. right? This is the cut mercilessly on the things that you don't care about, spend lavishly on the things that you do. Well, what makes it a lot easier to cut mercilessly is when it comes to food is fiber because you're like, I don't, I don't need the, the goldfish. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend lavishly on the cheesecake <laughs> you know or or whatever it is oh, i'm gonna have i'm gonna have the thing that i really want mm-hmm. 
But how do I do that? Interestingly, my big spend is always going to be a dessert, always. But from like, since I was young, dessert is an evening thing. You don't have Mm -hmm. it at all during the day because you just don't like Mm -hmm. dessert comes after dinner, Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't have room for dessert anymore. Because I'm eating too much damn protein. Well, there which you is, go. Which is good. It's a good like, thing. Damn it. <laughs> well, so this is where you can kind of go there, right? So this is an interesting thing to play with. Um, and, and I want to kind of get into this and then go into the next piece of it, which is... Yeah. First of all, right, that's not... You can be a little bit more strategic with your desserts, right? Because again, instead of having mm-hmm. dessert every night, right, I can be really strategic and be like, I'm not going to have a mediocre dessert every night. I'm going to have a delicious mm-hmm. dessert once mm-hmm. or twice a week. Mm-hmm. But also, it allows you to be a little bit more strategic with what it is that you're eating, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, if I'm if my dinner is, um, wait before I go there. Second thing, so we're three things. First thing, be a little bit more strategic. Second thing, you, you're going to be more okay with, I don't want to, the quote-unquote poor man's version of dessert, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning that, uh, like, this, another one that I told John about, because uh, I know he, I knew he liked ice cream, and I do this, or I did this before I did, yeah. I did my dumb ice cream thing, and I may never eat ice cream again. No, but, you're never eating ice cream yeah, I don't know if I'll ever do it again, but <laughs> Halo Top ice cream, or, like, there's other ones like this, where, where low-calorie ice oh, creams, are which are, like, good. They're actually pretty good. Now, are they the same as Ben good. and Jerry's? Of course not. But it actually feels better for me. Like, my stomach feels better, <laughs> certainly now. But even the first time that I had, like, before the disaster happened, the first day that I had my pint of Ben and Jerry's, afterward I was like, man, that was heavy. Like, that was a mm-hmm. lot. Versus I had a pint of ben and, uh, a pint of Halo Top, 300 calories, and I was like, that felt good. Like, that felt yeah. fine. I feel good and ready to rock and roll after that. Yeah, I, I don't like ice cream, but I like Halo Top. There's something about mm-hmm. ice cream; it's just it's too it's too creamy, too milky. Like I don't yeah. like how it feels in my throat. Yeah. So, Halo Top. Is so not the lighter that. you're gonna so you're it. gonna be more apt to be willing to do the lighter version of it, right? Because you're not as hungry. Um, and then the third thing is you can make some strategic decisions within your dinner or within your meals, mm-hmm. right? You can you can pull back once you have a routine. So you take your dinner, right? Let's take a, a staple dinner at, at the Delzell household, steak and, you know, some sort of vegetables, broccoli or asparagus or something like that, Brussels sprouts, roasted, summer squash or zucchini, mm-hmm. roasted with roasted sweet potatoes, right? That's a pretty staple mm-hmm. meal. We'll have that once every week and a half or so, week, week and a half. I think we had it last night, actually. Um mm-hmm. And so, but if I knew that I was going to have dessert, really easy, I'm just, all right, I'm not going to eat the sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. I still have my st- I have my protein. I got my fiber in the vegetables, and then I throw in the dessert. Easy enough to do, but if I understand where all these things play their role, then that's super helpful. So, where or how do we get? And we've kind of alluded to it. How do we get more fiber in our diets? The number one, the easiest place to do it is eat more plants, right? Mm-hmm. Eat more fruits and vegetables. All right, if it grows out of the ground, probably got some it's fiber, have in, fiber it. in it. <laughs> it's gonna have some fiber in it. Fruits and vegetables are the number one source of fiber, right? In general, mm-hmm. um, just as an example, I could have, uh, let's say again, going back to the example, I could have an entire 
like bowl of mixed greens, right, on it with a little bit of dressing. I could eat that just just a giant vat of it, and it would probably be like eighty calories mm-hmm. with the with the dressing on it, depending on how much dressing I did, right. And by the way, salads are not a dressing delivery system. Let's just make that clear. Okay. Uh, but I can eat all of that. And I would be relatively, I'm not saying I would be full, but like that would take up some space in my belly for not mm-hmm. a lot of calories versus mm-hmm. call it 80 calories. 80 calories is half or is one tablespoon of peanut butter. That's half. Hard to hear. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with peanut butter, right? Again, this isn't this isn't to demonize, but I'm saying that you can have a lot of volume of food for a lot fewer calories. It's like watermelon, right? You have watermelon in the summer, and you're like, now I don't really like watermelon, but you could have watermelon. I like watermelon flavored things. I was gonna say, I thought you're. I like it is. This is the weirdest thing. (laughs) Now I like good watermelon, like good fresh watermelon, but I feel like I have that once out of every 10 watermelons that I ever have. Like, mm-hmm. somebody cuts a watermelon, and I'm like, this was two days early or two days late. Like, it's just, this is just watermelon-flavored water. Like, poorly. Yeah. This is like a diluted version of my drink. I was like, but I really like watermelon-flavored drinks and candy. <laughs> like, Sour Patch Watermelon <laughs> is, like, my go-to candy. Oh, that's the best one. That's the it's best so one good. in the bag. Um, it's so good. It's oh, so good. Sour watermelon. I wish that I had it. So I'm, I'm actually, uh, so again, I don't, I don't drink a coffee. So I have, I have like an energy drink every day because I have to like function. And I need some caffeine. And so <laughs> normally I've been drinking water. These are watermelon bursts, but right now this is strawberry guava, which is pretty good. But watermelon bursts um, is even better. Polar Seltzer has a new, I don't know how new it is. It's new to me. It's the strawberry watermelon flavor. It is delicious. I don't do delicious. seltzer water. Seltzer water for me what? is just not. No, I don't. Oh, I, I'm, again, so I'm not against it. I think that a lot of people should drink it because they like the flavor of it. But for me, yeah. it's again, it's like poor. It's like not flavored enough. I'm like, you either need to be the flavor. It's like, it's like fake water. It's like if I, if it's like if I took watermelon juice and I and I like diluted it with water, you know, mm-hmm. or or like I do with my kids. Like I do, you know. <laughs> A splash of apple juice, juice and then half the water. thing of water, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yep. That's we what it tastes that like. I'm like, this is <laughs> apple juice flavored water, you know. Like that's what this is. What this is. God, like, it I was less than a year ago that Emerson poured her own glass of apple juice, like without us knowing that she was oh, doing geez. it. She's like, "Is this new? Is new apple juice? It tastes very different." <laughs> what have <laughs> like, you been doing in the whole life? You've kept this, but she's me. like, it's really appley. It's really strong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, it's we water it down, not it's, just because of the sugar, but because it's, it's like the kid, it's like the kid, the kid version of a the first time somebody has a martini. It's like this is like all alcohol. Like, what is it? <laughs> oh my god, we were traveling this summer, and my nephew, who had turned 21 like minutes before this trip, he he ordered an extra dirty martini when we were all out at lunch, and we're all like. Oh are you, boy! Are you sure, that's so bad. I'm like, I'm like, you can have a beer. Like all of us are having beers. It's a hot day. He's like, no, no, I want, I want an extra dirty yeah, martini. Extra I'm a martini drinker, martini. and I took a sip, and I was like, oh, it's oh, strong. Jeez. He took like three sips and was asleep. Yeah, he like couldn't, he could not handle it. Oh my god! Did I ever funny. tell you about the time that I accidentally did a shot of gin? 
if I told you the story? Oh, uh, okay. that just makes me... No, okay, so we got to tell the story, <laughs> and then we'll get back to Fiverr. This is the this is the only problem of you and I doing this together. So we get I know, off on tangents. but I think it's part of part of the the you know the appeal, but um, or maybe the appeal, the appeal to me. Um, yeah, I like it. It's so <laughs> when I was teaching, when I was teaching, we did like twice a year. My math department, there was like two, there were like two groups. There was like those of us who were. 35 and under and then there was like the ones who were 50 and over and and like didn't really want to hang out with us but the younger group of teachers we would go out for drinks like right before christmas break and then right before the end of the school year and so we went out to drinks and uh one of the other teachers ordered uh you know a, a dirty martini with gin um and then ice water like she wanted a glass of ice water on the side with her martini. And so they bring over a martini glass and then they brought over like a fancy looking shot glass with clear liquid in it sitting, sitting on ice, like in a cup of ice. So it was like a cup of ice with like a fancy looking shot glass, kind of like a carafe, like you would do. Mm -hmm. But she thought that was the, you know, the ice water. She's bartender. Shows how young you are. (laughs) No, no, no. She, she was, she's a bartender. She was, you know, at the time, like 10 years older than me, but she was like, sometimes they bring over water on ice to like, for people to dilute their martini. Like this was a nicer place. And so she's like, maybe that's what he interpreted. So like we thought it was sitting there for 25 minutes and we all thought it was water and we were just chuckling about it. And I was like, at one point, oh, somebody said like, Jeff, you should I was. I said something along the lines of like I've I've done like two shots in my life, like when I was very very young, and I was like I don't like shots. And they're like, well, you should do a no. shot of the water and like to practice it. And I was like, oh, that'd be funny. And she was like, do it, because she thinks it's a water, right? Like she's like she wouldn't do it. And so I I do it. I'm like, all right, here we go. Boom, shoot back, and it's gin. And I was like, that wasn't Ooh, water. Gin is hard. Gin it is was hard. You know what though? I'm gonna be I honest like with you. Gin. It was it was the smoothest shot of my life because it was it was like hot. It was like Bombay Sapphire or something like that. So it was like good gin. And and I'm not like I don't do hard. Like I get the I get the drink that doesn't taste like alcohol. I'm like a little bit strong. Can I get a little bit more uh, simple syrup in here? (laughs) Can I get this to be a little bit fruitier? but it was but it, it but my face like i wish that they had videoed it but like my face when i came up was like that was not water and they're like are you serious and they're like, they're like oh my gosh because it was like a triple shot like it was a lot yeah. of and she was like she wasn't upset with me but she was like i would have never let you do it if i knew like i paid for that that was like ten dollars like, damn it that was shot. the rest of my martini that was the rest of my martini and i was like yeah, that was uh, not one of my better moments. It was uh, uh, good stories, though. That was great. Um, it's all these stories that we can relay as we get old <laughs> and are no longer fun. Yeah, they they still remember that. They'll like message me, "Hey, remember that time you took a shot at Jim?" <laughs> remember like, that? I do shot? remember because it was one of the most shocking moments of my life to like expect water and get gin. Was because uh, mm-hmm. I went, I went like. You know, guzzled like it down. Kind of. It was like yeah. it was. It was aggressive. It was an aggressive play <laughs> for for Jen. Um, how do we end up there? Um, I don't know. 
What were we talking about? How oh, fruits and there? vegetables are fruits. so you can uh, <laughs> fruits. Jeez, fruits and vegetables are the the number one source of fiber. You can eat a lot of them for not mm-hmm. a lot of calories. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, getting a lot of fruits and vegetables, adding that into your nutrition, just like adding protein, adding vegetables is going to be a natural way for you to instead of I don't need to cut carbs, quote unquote. I could naturally, same thing, I can naturally eat less carbs by eating more fruits and vegetables. Now, fruit and vegetables are technically a carb. Like, let me let me be clear about this. They are fibrous carbohydrates versus right. starchy fiber carbohydrates, okay? Right. Fibrous carbohydrates are going to be a little bit more filling, but they're going to, like, I don't need to cut out the pasta at my dinner, but if I have a plate... Right, thinking about a plate, this is the portion plate idea. If forty percent of my plate is made up of protein and forty percent of my plate is made up of fruits and vegetables, the twenty percent carbs can be whatever the heck I want it to be. It could be Oreos, it could be an apple cider donut. I don't care. But if if most of my plate is the other things, it's gonna naturally by eating more, I'm gonna be less hungry for the the other pieces of it. Mm-hmm. And you've experienced this. If I if I eat more mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables, I eat more protein, I am going to be more full and not necessarily need the other things. And so how do I do this? I'm going to add in some vegetables. This is going to be where the most common thing, and we talked about this, I don't really like vegetables. I don't really care. Be a grown-up and eat your vegetables. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. you tell this to your kids, like, eat your damn vegetables. All right? This is like time to be put on your big boy big girl pants and eat some right. vegetables now find a way to eat them in a way that is enjoyable you don't have to eat every vegetable no. i, yeah, I beat the heck out of kale i tell i tell people I all the kale. time kale tastes like the ground tail kale. kale yeah well that's fine you know you can like <laughs> kale all you want but i'm gonna be objectively kale tastes like the ground like you like eating dirt is really what you're telling Delicious. me right now no, uh, well, you know, I like no. a red wine that's a little earthy. So yeah, <laughs> earthy with somebody. Um, just say random Kale. words when you. <laughs> I like I like an oaky afterbirth. <laughs> Michael Scottco, <laughs> it's got an oaky afterbirth. <laughs> um, oh my god. Uh, jeez. We're never going to okay, do this okay. episode. So uh, the what only way I like kale, sources? the only way I like kale is when it's in a soup and it no longer has the molecular integrity of kale. In which, po- at which point, it probably no longer has the the same fiber benefits, and so it's probably not worth. It has the same vitamins in it, but um, yeah, it's like wilted yeah. and doesn't look like kale anymore. But pro it's tip, and again, me. I come back to I said this in the in the protein episode. My one of my favorite Gordon Ramsay quotes: "No color, no flavor." So if you're eating steamed vegetables, I am not surprised you don't like your vegetables. Put yeah. some heat on them, right? In, mm-hmm. Saute them in a pan with a little bit of olive oil. Roast them in an oven with some mm-hmm. olive oil, some salt and pepper, and, mm-hmm. and, and mix them in with something else too, right? So like yeah. eat a bite that has all three components on it, right? I have a bite that has steak, sweet potatoes, and broccoli on it. This is not – we're not mm-hmm. – we're not children anymore where our food can't touch, right? Like if you eat a couple things together, it's meant to like you go to a restaurant, the foods are all overlapping because they're meant to be eaten together. Food is meant to be eaten together and it helps 
hide, quote unquote, the vegetables if you eat it with something that's yummy. Like I'm not gonna just sit there and eat a bowl of broccoli. Like I don't care how I cooked it. That's that's a tough that's a tough sell for me. But I can eat a bowl's worth of broccoli if I have a bowl like I for every bite of broccoli I have a bite of steak and a bite of sweet potatoes. That'll do mm-hmm. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So eat more vegetables and eat more fruit. If you're this is where if I'm having more vegetables in my meals, then I can end up having more uh, I'm not as hungry for those other snacks. So you can make the choices for fruits, mm-hmm. things like that. Those are great snacks in between your meals. Fruits, mm-hmm. fantastic. What are some good grab and goes for fiber sources? Fruit. Like I'm thinking about your client who has two seconds to grab something to eat. So fruit is going to be uh, a, a, a big one, right? So think about grab and go fruits are going to be apples and bananas are going to be yeah. good ones. Um, but the other thing is, is like raw vegetables, like that's a tough sell for me. Like you can't really get, uh, it's a tough sell to get yeah. me to eat carrot sticks or something like that. You can do it, but you know, that's a, that's, that yeah, feels like you're, that feels like a, you're an animal eating rabbit food. Um, that's a tough sell. Um, but the thing is you don't necessarily need it to be grab and go. It's a matter of, because if your main meals have fiber in them, again, if we're talking about, let's just, mm-hmm. let's call it for ease of numbers. Okay. Let's call it 39, right? And I'm having three meals, 39 grams of fiber, three meals, that's 13 grams per meal. Okay, mm-hmm. that is a very attainable number to get within each meal. So you don't even really need to get it within your snacks, though you can get more right within your snacks, or you could get 12 in each of your meals. Or if you're like, again, you could start lower than that. You could start with eight, in each of your meals, mm-hmm. eight times three is 24, which is basically where that bare minimum for women. And then you have a piece of fruit. Now you're over the threshold. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but the question is, how do I make some swaps that have some more fiber? in them? So this is where we talk about moving things along the spectrum. So let's just take a breakfast as an example. Let's just take a common breakfast. I have common breakfast. That's just a bowl of cereal. Okay. So we talked about last week, add protein into that. So mm-hmm on the side, ton, tons of different options with scrambled eggs, whatever. Let's just say that that's what it is. Scrambled eggs and I still have my oatmeal, or I'm sorry, I still have my, my cereal, whatever mm-hmm. it is. How do I get more fiber in there? Well, there's a couple different ways. One, I can put some veggies into my scramble. Easy mm-hmm. enough, right? Some Delicious. frozen vegetables, throw them in the pan first, get a little bit of color mm-hmm. on there, throw the eggs on, mix them up, a little veggie scramble. That's one way. Mm-hmm. Another way is, can I move the needle on my carb source? If I'm having Frosted Flakes, don't go all the way to Steel Cut Oats. That's too big of a leap. But if I'm having Mm -hmm. Frosted Flakes, could I go to Wheaties? Mm -hmm. Wheaties are going to be, it's a similar thing, right? But that's going to have a little bit more fiber in it. Can I go from Wheaties to the instant oatmeal, like the little packets of oatmeal? Mm -hmm. That's going to have a little bit of fiber in it. And then can I kind of remake my own instant oatmeal Mm -hmm. in by myself. If I'm getting the apples and cinnamon instant oatmeal, could I get rolled oats, put cinnamon and apples in there myself? Yeah, I probably could. Yes. Right. So now, and that's going to taste about the same for, you know, and again, do that over time, right? That's not like in a week, do that over a course of mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. You could also just stay with the cereal and add some fruit into the cereal. So I have my Wheaties. I put some blueberries in there. Mm-hmm. Blueberries have a ton of fiber in there. Raspberries have a ton of fiber in there. And that tastes delicious. And you get a little They're pop great. with the blueberries. All right. Fantastic. Do that. Can I get, uh, like, there are high fiber cereals. 
like bran bits or grape nuts. Um, now, are those as yummy as Frosted Flakes? No, they're not. They're not. But you, you move the needle a little bit, but you can you yeah. can add a little bit of sweetness from your your fruit, right? You add a little bit of that from your fruit, things like that. And can you – you got to find that happy medium between like, all right, this mm-hmm. isn't going to taste like – the best thing in the world, but it's also not going to be, I'm forcing myself to eat it. You got to find that, that balance between them. I'm that weirdo that as a kid, like middle school, my favorite cereal was grape nuts with chopped up grapes, grape nuts and grapes. That was my, my favorite cereal. Mine was grape nuts and blueberries, it's, grape nuts and blueberries. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not good. the only weirdo. Yep, it it's so delicious. And Annabelle's yeah. just got rid of their grape nut flavored ice cream, which was the only good one in my opinion. Yeah. Grape nuts are, Quite good. Wonderful. So, again, move the needle a little bit there. Lunch. Here's an example, right? So, again, take – I'm going to take a a common one. I have a deli sandwich, right? I got, you know, Mm -hmm. deli meat on some white bread with some cheese, and that's my, you know, mustard, mayonnaise, whatever it is. That's my Mm -hmm. – so, all right, what can I do there? Can I swap the white bread for a higher fiber bread? Yeah, I can do that. And then I can also swap out the deli meat for some chicken. Like that's something we talked about last week, a little bit less processed there. And then can I add some veggies into that? Some lettuce, some tomato, whatever it is. Or can Mm -hmm. I just put a big salad on the side of that? Mm -hmm. Right? Boom. There it is. Dinner. We've talked, I think, about a lot of dinner examples. Leftovers Mm -hmm. from dinner are great lunches. Yes, that's what my lunch is today. Leftover dinner. Leftover dinner. But here's the other thing that you you can think about is can I find some things that are going to like game the system? So this is like one of like the craziest thing. So I've had for the longest time uh, my lunch, as long as I'm prepped for it, is a chicken fajita wrap. It's grilled chicken, mm-hmm. sauteed peppers and onions on a wrap with some hot sauce. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. The whole thing to cook, right? I cook the chicken on Saturday. I saute that. That whole thing takes me 15 to 20 minutes, right? Put chicken on the grill, salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Put the peppers and onions in the pan. By the time the chicken's done cooking, peppers and onions are done cooking. Boom. Mm-hmm. Cut up the chicken, throw the things in there, put it in the microwave for two minutes. There it is. So, obviously, I got peppers and onions, which are going to have some fiber in them. Mm-hmm. Are they the highest fiber vegetables? No, but I like them, and it goes with no. it. But also, here's a, a, a great example. Can I – what wrap I choose is going to make a difference. So there are uh, the like mission basic wraps, right? The original mission mm-hmm. wraps are like 200 calories and have like three grams of fiber in them. They make mission quote-unquote carb balance ones. I don't like how they market it, but they make carb balance ones, which are really, really high in fiber. They have 25 grams of fiber in these things. Goodness gracious. That's literally a day's worth in one wrap. Yeah, in one wrap. In one wrap. And it's 110 calories. So I'm 100 less calories, a bunch more fiber. I'm more full, and it tastes about the same. Honestly, it tastes a little bit better to me because it doesn't, like, fall apart in my hand. Yeah. And I'm going to be more satisfied for less calories and more fiber. Mm -hmm. And that wrap is, I mean, it's like... 400 calories max like it's probably 350 which is not a lot of food for me and that keeps me full for just as long yeah. as as anything else because of how much fiber's in there like i had that today i had that at 11 
it's one thirty. I'm sitting pretty, and I'm normally hungry mm-hmm. every two and a half to three hours. Now I'll eat after this, mm-hmm. but like it can it can hold me over for the amount of calories that I ate. It can hold me over for a lot longer because of the amount of fiber that's in there. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of pick swaps like that where you're like, all right, I'll pick the higher fiber option. It's probably going to taste about the same, but it's going to do it. So I'm going to run through real quick. I have a list here of high fiber things. Where did it go? I'm ready. Here we go. I'm ready and I'm excited because I need need a few new ideas. Here we go. 17 really high fiber sources. And these are mostly going to be fruits and vegetables. Okay. But here we go. Mm -hmm. Raspberries. As an example, I'm not going to give this for everybody. Eight grams per cup of raspberries. Wow, that's good. That's a lot, right? So, again, if I put now a cup of raspberries is a decent <laughs> also, amount of raspberries. It's also like $8 for that many Yeah, raspberries. I'm not saying it's not, but like it's it's <laughs> per per unit, right, per pound. Yeah. It's, it's raspberries, blackberries, avocados are really high in fiber, oh, right? Gosh, so sure. this is one of those things like not all calories are it's... created the same. Artichoke right. hearts, all right? Uh, beans are a good one. I haven't really talked about this. Beans and legumes are a good source. So maybe yeah. beans, black beans, edamame, which actually mm-hmm. have a little bit of protein in them too. Those are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I keep those on hand at all times. Yep. That's a great one for kids too, because they like them. Pumpkin seeds, oatmeal mm-hmm. I talked about, lentils, acorn squash, kidney beans, pears, apples, mm-hmm. popcorn. The air pop popcorn actually has a good amount of fiber mm-hmm. in it. Um, Basil seeds, so there's something called Zen basil seeds, which are just basically like a lot chia seeds, um, mm-hmm. and uh, all the flax and stuff. Flax seeds, those have some. Flax you want to again, you want to be a little bit more aware of those because those are um, a lot of fat. Again, a lot of calories for them. It's not something that you need to avoid, but you just want to be aware of them. And then mm-hmm. these uh, these tortillas. So these this idea of can I do this is is just add some in and make some swaps. The mm-hmm. last thing I want to talk about with this before I get to my, my overarching like last main tip here is uh, the idea of net carbs. And the reason why I say this is because of this carb balance. So it says on these like high fiber things, you're going to see stuff that's like net carbs, quote unquote, is the marketing because they're trying to market to the people who are like keto. I got to be low carb. Keto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so these, and that's why I don't love the name of these mission ones that they're mission carb balance. And it's only five grams of net carbs, right? Mm-hmm. All that they're doing is taking the actual amount of carbs in there, which is 30 minus the fiber 25 and saying it's five grams of net carbs. Don't think mm-hmm. about that. It's really not a factor. It's just not, it's, it's a marketing ploy that they're trying to put mm-hmm. out you. But the idea behind it is if something's marketing as low net carbs, it's probably high fiber. Mm-hmm. that's really what it is. So if you see it's something that's talking that about net carbs, the only way that they're getting to net carbs is if it has a lot of fiber in it. So mm-hmm. it's worth looking at something that's marketing itself that way because it's going to be oftentimes higher in fiber than than otherwise. And it's not because we don't want to eat carbs, but because we want to mm-hmm. have more fiber. And texturally, like I've done a comparison just because I was curious for our own, as we're using these, we don't eat a ton of bread for sandwiches, mm-hmm. we like wraps. Uh, and I was looking to do the side by side at home of the mission, because it's the kind we've always gotten, the car balance ones, 
Um, and then the there's some, I think it's Cedars brand, but they market themselves as kind of like a higher protein wrap. Yeah. They taste, like I yeah. can't tell the difference in taste, no. but if you're heating them up and using them and mm -hmm. like trying to manipulate them and wrap them, the higher protein ones are like, um, like rice paper. They kind of just fall apart as you're yeah. trying to fold it in half, which, you know, for some utilizations, that doesn't really matter all that much. But if you're trying to eat on the go, it's impossible. So just having the option of the mission ones is, has been kind of where we've leaned. Um, but yeah. if you're, if anyone well, out there is curious, I've done the research. Yeah. I've done they, the well, they keep together because they're, they're a little bit higher in fiber. So yeah. Eat your fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Boys and, and girls, eat these, your fruits and vegetables. Eat your fruits and vegetables. So this is the, a pretty popular thing. I did not invent this. Um, but a pretty popular structure for just fat loss in general and a well on your, is an example of why this works. Okay. Um, is called the three, two, one method for fat loss. Okay. Have we talked about this? I don't know. Possibly. Possibly. All right. So three, two, one method for fat loss. I'm going to eat, or I'm going to have three glasses of water every day. I don't really care what the glass mm -hmm. is, right? Three glasses of water every day. All right. We're, we're, we're going very loose with the structure here, but the idea is to get us moving in the right habits with, uh, in the right direction with habits. Three glasses of water every day, two pieces of fruit every day, and one big ass salad every day. Mm -hmm. If I'm doing those three things, I'm going to naturally end up eating less food mm -hmm. in terms of calories. I'm just going to naturally end up doing it because those things are going to fill me up. I'm not going to be mm -hmm drinking as many calories oftentimes with the water i'm gonna stay a little bit more full from the fruits and the and the vegetables and i don't care what's in the salad okay that could but that's a really easy way to like my lunch is a big ass salad as an example right i'm gonna you know you could do uh you know, apple walnut salads so you got apples so there's some fruit right apples and some walnuts and so, you know some craisins and then you throw some chicken on there and then there's with some spring mix and there's a there's a lunch and that's gonna be filling that's going to be filling and delicious, right? You could do a Greek salad with some olives and some, you know, a little bit of feta cheese and some cucumbers and, and grape tomatoes or whatever, right? And, and cottage cheese. Ugh, vomit. I'm just going to vomit all over no, the place. No, it's the best way to extend your dressing. Like if, you, if you're a person who needs their lettuce as a dressing conveyor belt kind of system like you were talking about, uh, that's... That's a good way to extend your dressing. You need like a teaspoon of dressing in a quarter cup of cottage cheese. A quarter cup? Oh my god. That's head. like half a serving. I'm not like, listen, if you like, I think that's an interesting idea if you can cheese. get past the fact that it's disgusting, but you know. I'm going to have you you over for dinner. I'm just going to serve you kale and cottage cheese. Kale and cottage cheese. <laughs> that's a real good way to make sure that I never come over again. Like this. Is, that's all we eat, Jeff. Sorry. Sorry. That's where we're at. Um, so those, if you're able to do those two things, whether you're doing your salad on the side or as the main course. I don't really care, but if you're doing those things, three, two, one, you're adding more fiber in, you are going to naturally be more full, which means you're going to naturally eat less food, which means you're going to sort of make it easier to stay in a calorie deficit for long enough to see the results that you want to see. So um, that was, I, I hope we didn't get, I don't think we got too into the weeds. I don't on, think we got too into weeds now. Um, tried to be fairly practical with this but why i think it's so important is 
if somebody were to come to me and they were to say, I want to lose fat, but I don't want to count my calories, what do I do? I would say you need to eat more fruits and vegetables and you need to eat more protein. If you're doing those two things, you're probably going to end up there. You might not end up there right away. You might not end up there uh, at quite the deficit. But if somebody's eating fruits and vegetables with fair amount of regularity um, and they're hitting, if they were hitting these fiber numbers, if somebody was hitting their fiber numbers on the higher end, like if somebody was hitting Mm -hmm. 40 plus grams of fiber and then one gram per pound of, of, body weight of of protein Mm -hmm. they're probably in a calorie deficit they just are because they're going to be too full to be eating a bunch of extra stuff Um, can confirm so you will naturally start to see the scale move as a result of that you're also going to Mm -hmm. feel better so this is coming back to how do you feel right which is Mm -hmm. highly underrated how do you feel in like not just like emotionally and things like that but like do you feel full do you feel satisfied do you feel energetic right because yes, you could that's the big one for me could you could you lose weight being in a calorie deficit eating only donuts you absolutely could. absolutely could you like lose crap. weight yeah but you would feel like crap could you lose fat being in a calorie deficit eating just just drinking protein shakes and eating donuts for the rest of your calories you could you absolutely could, but you would be starving and you would feel like trash. You would feel like trash. Like you wouldn't have any energy. Mm-hmm. The, and let's just be quite frank about this. Um, I know that this whole series is about the building blocks for losing body fat, but not everything is about losing body fat. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not all about that because. Jeez, uh, this is really easy for me to get to another 15 minutes here. I'm going to try to do a mini version of what should be a whole podcast. Um, if you can't start to live the life that you want to live in the process of getting to the weight that you want to get to, that when you get there, you will not be satisfied. It will not be solve the problems magically for you you won't feel the way that you want to feel that you dream that you will feel when you get there there's nothing magic about it if during the process you ha- you don't learn how to feel okay about the things that you're doing <laughs> and have the energy to do the things that you're doing beyond mm-hmm. just i'm i've hit the weight So, and the tools that you need to maintain weight loss are the same ones that you need to get weight loss, which are, you will eat protein for the rest of your life. You will eat fiber for the rest of your life. You will need to sleep. You will need to walk. You will need to strength train. You will need to everything items two through seven on the list of the building blocks of fat loss you will do for the rest of your life. The only thing that changes from losing fat to maintaining versus even trying to build muscle is calorie deficit. And you just, all that, the only thing that changes is you eat probably 500 more calories a day. That is literally the only difference. And so the process of 
feeling better along the way where all of a sudden I start to feel more energetic. I start to feel like I'm, I, you know, I don't feel like I have, uh, I'm not bloated as much. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable. I'm feeling a little bit more full. I'm feeling a little bit more satisfied. All of that allows you to stick with it long enough to see results because you're like, you know what? I actually feel a little bit better today versus doing something that is just, you feel like trash because this is, that's the original order. If you don't, if the, this is where the quote, the, if it fits your macros mindset is flawed, right? This was a big trend five years ago and there are still Mm -hmm. people who peddle this. And and mm-hmm. again, I'm not See I'm not saying that you TikTok. can't eat the things that you want to eat, but I am saying the idea of just eat whatever quality food you want as long as you hit your macros and your calorie deficit, then you're going to see results. You will see results. You will see fat loss results. But how will you feel during that mm-hmm. process? Will you be able to stick with it long enough to do mm-hmm. it? Because the scale is slow to move. Inches are slower to come off than we want them to be. Progress is slower than we want them to be. And if we feel like trash during the process and the scale is moving at a reasonable pace, which is two to four pounds a month, if I lose two pounds in a month and for the month of that I feel like garbage, it's going to be really hard for me to sign up for another month doing that. Mm -hmm. But if I lose two pounds and a couple of inches in a month, but I have more energy and I feel more full and... I don't feel as bloated and, you know, I'm a little bit more regular and all this kind of stuff. You know, it's like, all right, I can see that there's benefits to this. Mm-hmm. Wish this is what all of those places like Weight Watchers and Noom would peddle as your, like, how do you feel? Not just because back when Weight Watchers was a little bigger than it is now, their goal was two pounds a week, which is a lot. It's a lot. And nearly impossible to get. Yeah. So, like... You were in a constant calorie deficit and not in a healthy way. It was more of a, you know, you, you ate an apple. Now you need to go run that off and get your activity points so you can have dinner. Yeah. How you feel is going to determine what you do for good or for bad. Mm-hmm. Now, it shouldn't, right? Mentally, it shouldn't. I don't feel mm-hmm. good today. I don't feel like doing this. Well, Again, put your big. I don't feel like eating vegetables. Well, put your big boy pants. I don't feel like working out. Like you still have to do it, okay? But it still makes it that much easier <laughs> to do, right? When I feel energetic, it's a lot easier for me to go get my workout in. It's true. It's a lot easier for, and this is where this is kind of leading into next week. It it's a lot mm-hmm. easier to go do the things that I need to do. Right? This is leading into sleep here. Um, a lot easier for me to go do the things that I need to do when I feel good versus mm-hmm. when I feel like trash. I need to have energy in order to keep up with what I'm doing. So sticking importance of fiber for your health, even if it was just for your health, mm-hmm. should be up there. Agreed. Okay? It should be mm-hmm. like the two things that you could actually do for your health like that are – not wicked heralded are fiber and sleep you know Mm -hmm. like these next two things 
that aren't they are not sexy to talk about. Like this is gonna maybe be the least listened to episode that we've ever done, and it's not. And that's not saying a lot, <laughs> right? No. But the idea, if, if you can, if you can do this for your health, but then it also just makes it so much easier mm-hmm. to do the fat loss thing for long enough to see the results that you need to see. Because this is the challenge. We have to do hard things. I had this. This is where I'll, I'll leave it. I had this conversation with a coach um, that I met in Dallas back in March. and He and I were kind of going back and forth. I posted something the other day that said embrace the suck mm-hmm. um, because some things in life are just hard and and trying to game yourself into like, oh, I, I want to make this as easy as possible is sometimes doing us a disservice. Like we need to embrace the fact that it's going to be hard and it's going to be hard for a mm-hmm. time but you get to choose your heart you get to choose your heart and, and he and i were kind of going back and forth on this and we both kind of came to the point where, where we were just kind of agreeing about a lot of things but we were saying listen this you need to make this as easy as you can on yourself but you also need to embrace the fact that this is challenging mm-hmm. and so embrace get the get the basic things done and that makes the rest of it so much easier setting yourself up for success makes the rest of it a lot easier mm-hmm. any last thoughts i'm just impressed that we got an hour and 15 minutes out of fiber i'm willing to bet that at least 15 minutes of that was random at least three minutes of that was my gin shot story so but we did a good job i'm I'm proud of us that we we were able to milk it for as long as we did um if you listen to this i really appreciate uh you making it all the way to the end um would love for you to uh check out if you haven't already the other two episodes uh from this series and hang out for the remainder of these um, if you have any questions about fiber, would love to answer them. You can send me a message on Instagram at Jeff Delzell Fitness. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, and then also, I have an email list um, where I will uh, likely be sending out a message about fiber at some juncture um, in the not terribly distant future with some other things, maybe a fiber guide, something like that, which mm-hmm. is uh, you know going to fly off the shelves. Um, I'm so excited. <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't, you can just send me a message again, and I'll I'll get you make sure you signed up for that. I don't spam you. I'll give you some stuff to, to check out. But appreciate you here, and then uh, we'll circle back for part four next. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.